Welcome to the Bold and Brave podcast. I'm your host, Hope, actress and energy therapist. And I'm here to remind you that your failure is your success, that finding your power is the most attractive quality a person can have, and that loving yourself first is the sexiest kind of love. Each week, I'll be speaking with leaders from around the globe to uncover the potential that really does lie within us. Hello everyone, welcome to the Bold and Brave podcast and this week's episode of Monday Magic. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really hope that you enjoy this episode. Um, what I want to have a chat about, uh, it doesn't take long, does it? It doesn't take long for me to jump and stumble over my words. It's a couple of seconds in. I think almost every episode this happens. La la la. <laughs> um, triggers. Triggers is something that I'd really like to discuss today um, in Monday Magic and how triggers have come up for me, how I've, you know, how I've processed them, how I've acknowledged them and how I have not let them get me down. Um, well, how I've, how I've, how I am still learning how to work with them, I think is probably a more of an honest approach to, uh, to this. So basically in the last, I don't know, a couple of days, um, I've been feeling a lot of trauma that I carried from my childhood. And it has, it, it's something that it almost felt like I got pushed back through the tunnel or the timeline of my life. And I was once again 13, 14, you know, 15, around that age bracket where I was really trying to understand. Um, all, all the emotions and the things that I was feeling coming from a broken childhood or coming from a broken family. Um, for myself, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't experience seeing my mom and dad together because they had already um, parted their ways before I was born. Well, I think I was one or two, so I don't, I don't remember. Um, and, you know, so I think, I think that's, that can be you know, both positive and also, you know, challenging at times because although I didn't have anything to compare to, it was just that's mom and that's dad and that's where mom lives and that's where dad lives. Um, there was still quite a lot of trauma growing up trying to find that balance that we were all trying to find, you know, my mom and dad trying to find balance as parents and myself trying to find balance as a child dealing with um, mom being over there, dad being over here and finding my space, you know, and trying to find where I fitted in as, as a child and as a daughter, because it, it took me quite a few years to really feel, um, that I had that support. And, and, and it kind of feels a little bit strange to say, because I do have a very loving, nurturing relationship with my parents as an adult, but I did struggle as a child to really, um, bond with them and on, on, on certain levels and, and connect because, you know, everything was very broken and there was quite a lot of toxicity going through, um, I think the three of us, because it was still quite raw and still quite fresh, I think. And, you know, um, I was really in the middle of my mum and dad and, and I was also the only, I am the only child. So, it was, it was a struggle for me and in the last couple of days um, I have felt those feelings come up, those triggers, and, and I couldn't quite p- 
put my finger on it. I thought, you know, I, I had this, I was trying to fall asleep one night and all of a sudden, I don't know if anyone who's, you know, who's listening out there has had this feeling that I, I was, yeah, like I was pushed back into being that child again. And I had this immediate thought, you know, there was times where I would go to my mum's for the weekend and, and spend the weekend with her. And then I'd come back to my, to my home, to my dad's place. And I'd be standing in the shower and I just cry. And I would just stand in there for a good 10 to 15 minutes and just cry because I missed my mum. And then I would go to my mum's house and then I'd be sad because I really missed my dad. And I I was very confused. It was it was almost like I didn't want one without the other. I just wanted I just wanted us to be able to be together. And I didn't have that. And although I had the love that my dad gave me and the love that my mum gave me, it still pushed buttons in me and triggers. And it wasn't until the other day that when something came up for me, I realized, I was like, hmm, I thought I've dealt with this. <laughs> I thought I've done the, you know, the, the dealing with the dysfunction that I think every single human being has um, with their family. I think there's a level of dysfunction everywhere in the world. But um, to what level and degree, that depends on on the situation. And and I guess, you know, where, where, where you are, but for me, I, I was really trying to understand where this was coming from because I thought I'm 32. I couldn't be more happier. I've met a man that I am absolutely in love with and I adore and treats me like, oh, I can't even, you know, the, the, the love that this man has for me and that I have for him is pure. It's organic. It's authentic. It's amazing. And it's everything that I have hoped and wished for my whole life is everything that I've been manifesting. It's everything that I've been looking for in a person, the connection that I, the level of connection and the depth that I want to have with someone um, I have found in this man and I love him. And, and I thought, you know, I'm, I'm so grateful for my life. You know, things have been challenging, but still they've worked out in the most magnificent ways and the most magical, magical opportunities have been presenting themselves to me. And, and I'm laying there thinking, what, where is this coming from? What, how, how is this relatable? And I think, you know, I, I had a chat to my partner about it and I said, I don't know what's going on with me. I'm in this real funk these last couple of days. And, and he's, and you know, he's, uh, he can feel energy too. And he's like, yes, I know I can feel it. Let's talk about it. Let's, let's break it down. Let's go through this. Let's see where we're at, you know? Um, so we did that. And, and I think what it is, is which, you know, my, my partner was able to shed some light on this and say to me, I think what's going on is because as a child, you, struggled to kind of have, you know, and, and, and I want to be very careful about how I choose my words here because I want, I want to, you know, I, I love my parents and they did the best that they could with the knowledge that they had. And the relationship that I have with them now is so special and it's beautiful and I love them. <laughs> but we all go through things as a family and we all have our challenging times and we all grow and we learn together. And, and I had to get to know my parents and I got to see all sides of them and they got to see all sides of me. And of course, you know, sometimes we do hold on to those sides of one another that we don't, that don't quite serve us, but they're there to teach us lessons. And so, you know, there, there were times where I didn't have that support. I didn't, you know, of course, this is my, my opinion. This is how I feel. I didn't have that support. I didn't have 
you know, someone that I can go and ask questions to at the time. My dad had a very, <laughs> he had a temper and wasn't the most approachable for some things. And because I'm quite a slow learner, um, once I get something, I have it, but I'm quite slow when I pick things up and I learn things that takes me, I have quite, you know, I have learning disabilities and that's fine. I don't mind. It just means that I need to slow down, take my time, not rush. But the triggers, the trigger is where it was coming from was that as a child, as a teenager, unfortunately, my dad didn't have the tools. My parents, both my parents didn't quite have the tools to be able to teach me calmly how to you know, when I needed help with homework, when I had questions, it had to be the right time. It had to be in the right place. It had to be on my dad's terms when he was able to give me that help um, without exploding (laughs) or losing his temper because I couldn't understand or he'd had a bad day or he was dealing with his own stuff at the time. Um, And I have been finding myself in the last couple of months where I have had to solely rely on my partner dependently to help me through stuff because I, my hands are strapped, you know, with, with, with immigration and there's, there's processes and there's things in place that you must follow and there's guidelines. And if you don't do them, then there's consequences. So you must be very, you know, you want to follow the rules and do things properly. Um, and of course I live here in Canada now and this is my home, but that there's processes to be able to stay here. So, you know, we're, we're doing them. That aside, where this trigger was coming from was that I have, I had to rely on my partner to be there to help me. And I needed to ask questions, which I'm not very good at. I don't like asking for help. I don't like putting people out. I don't like having to go and say, hey, over here, can you help me please? Because I still carry that trauma that I thought I had worked through, right? And and it was it was insightful. And I'm not sure for those who are listening, if you saw my post today um, on, my, on my Instagram and also my feed um, that... I I did post up about having triggers and how we should try to love them more because it isn't it isn't our it, it, it isn't something that we should be scared of and and I'll admit it in the moment I was frightened I was trying to sleep I was having hot sweats I was panicked and you know I had gone into the spare room because my partner was having trouble sleeping and I wanted to give him that space to have a really, you know, charged sleep because for his job and his work and what he does, he needs rest. So I wanted to give him that space and I went into the spare room and I thought, oh my goodness, I can't fall asleep. Maybe it's the energy in the room. Maybe it's because I'm in the office and there's a lot of, you know, like electronics. So I'm turning everything off, shutting down the radiation, shutting down the Bluetooth, shutting down Wi-Fi, shutting down everything, cleansing my space and I still couldn't sleep. I still could not sleep. And, and I thought about it and it was, it was purely because I was frightened of my trigger and I was, I let it take my power. I let my triggers take my power and I was almost acting on it. And I did for a couple of days, I began to, you know, let the mean girl in me start attacking me. And, I had to hold my heart and and express to myself that, you know, especially to the little girl within, the little hope within that still has that trauma that maybe, you know, that, that I obviously am still working through, that it's okay, 
and that and that she is loved and that she is loved by her mother and her father and she is loved by everyone around her and that it's okay to ask questions and it's okay that in that time and in that moment that you know the information that wasn't serving me and the energy and the you know my living environments that weren't really serving me as a as a teenager and a child it's okay because it's not that anymore that's not where i live it's not it's not it's not that anymore and it's okay to ask for help it's okay to it's okay to have triggers everyone it's okay to have these things that come up from time to time and they just ah god it's like it kicks you in the guts and you think what huh well now what you know and it, it, it gets it gets tough but the most important thing to remember is that your triggers are your lessons and they're there to remind you that it is so important to love yourself. It is so important to recognize what these things are. And it's so important because they will come back up in your life. You know, these triggers, it's very, you know, it's going to serve you if you can be mindful and just let it sit there. Don't push it away. Don't try and pretend it's not there. Don't project. Don't take it out on someone else. Don't be mad at your mom and dad. Don't be mad at your family. Sit with yourself don't do the blame. Oh, my mom did this and my mom didn't do that. And my dad did this and my dad didn't do that. Our parents did the best that they could with the knowledge that they had at the time. And I'm so grateful for my mother and father and everything that they have done for me and been able to give me with what they know and how and and what they've learned, because we all have places where we come from, my mother's background, my father's background, how my father was raised, how my mother was raised, very different to how I live my life and how they live their life. But they they only knew what they knew and they didn't know what they didn't know. So coming back to yourself and saying, right, how can I frame this in a way that isn't going to hurt me and isn't going to hurt the little hope within that still to this day has to really click into herself and say, can I ask for help? Is it going to be okay to ask for help? Is someone going to yell at me? Am I going to get screamed at? Are they going to say, you're dumb, you can't pick it up, you know, piss off, fuck off, go, go to your bedroom? Is it going to be like that? No, it's not. And it's okay. And what's really interesting is anytime that I need to speak to my dad and I need advice, all of this knowledge that I have now in this day, most of it, well, you know, a a good substantial amount is this, is this, and the stuff that I, the content that I share is actually the stuff that my dad has taught me. And has, you know, has, has built up over the years of through his recovery program. And my dad is a recovering alcoholic of like over 40 something years. And I'm so proud of my father and everything that he's achieved. He was a single parent. My mom was a single parent and they both did the very best that they could. And the, the, the distance that my, and the things that my, the personal growth that I've seen my father have from when I was a teenager to now is really, really special and fucking awesome (laughs) because it's not easy to kick a habit. And especially when you're young and you have a child and you're trying to work and put your child through school and then look after yourself. And then, you know, there's, there's so many other things that come into account of what my parents were potentially dealing with when I was a young teenager. 
not to mention I was a pain in the ass. So, um, these are the, these are the things that it's really important to remember and to go through each step, and and make sure that you know I'm not blaming myself. I'm not pointing the finger at myself. I'm not letting the mean girl inside say, ha ha, your fault. This is why this happened to you because that's not correct and it's not loving. It's not loving thoughts. You're not nurturing yourself. You're not looking after yourself. And the other thing that I recognized too is I wasn't eating properly. I wasn't looking after my body. I was also hormonal because I was going through my cycle and I wasn't getting enough sleep. And they're very important things to make sure that you're doing because otherwise I can feel that mean girl creeping in. And it's really important to make sure that I am nurturing my body and look on, looking after myself so that I have, you know, I have the structure and I have, I have everything I need to be able to find a solution and you know, keep my energy light and positive and full and authentic and not in this really low vibrational state, which isn't serving myself and it's not serving anyone around me either. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. I would love to know what your triggers are and if you have any, and if you're not sure what they are or like, um, I don't know what you're talking about with these triggers. Like if you don't know what I, what I'm, what I'm speaking about, reach out to me, please. Let me know. Let me know if you have triggers. Let me know if they come up. Let me know if you're someone that has come from a broken family. I want to hear from you. I want to talk to you and see if this is something that you've experienced, if it's relatable to what I'm going through. You know, let's open up the conversation and be more present and be more um, transparent with, you know, sometimes, and it might not even be from a broken family. Maybe you're a family of six. Who knows? It's not just broken families. And this is what I'm getting at. Everybody can experience triggers. And it's really important to try and find ways, coping mechanisms, tools, get your, your, your tools under your belt to be like, okay, let's recharge, let's click in, let's strap in, let's give ourselves what we need, let's give ourselves the love, let's give ourselves the support. I'm not going to let the mean girl or the mean guy come into my mind and try and lower my vibration and tell me that I'm unworthy because I am not. I am worthy, I am loved, I am lovable, and I am loving. And if I can share anything with you today, it's it's that experience and it's those things that I've learned and it's that energy that I want to give you and that love that I want to, I want you to feel that love from me. I want you to feel me wrapping my arms around you and giving you the biggest hug and saying that you are loved, you are lovable. What's the other one? Oh, yes, and you're loving, <laughs> lovable, loved, and loving. Yes, well done, Hope. Good good job. So that's 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 my little chat today on triggers and what that looks like and what's that, what that has looked like for me and how it's kind of opened my perspective and gone, wow, okay, so even though we feel like we've, we've dealt with these things, it doesn't mean that they're not going to show up and they're going to show up sometimes. They could show up in all different ways, different forms, different... It, it, it doesn't matter. What, what your job is, is to be present with yourself and check in. Check in with you. And most of all, most of all, love yourself. 
love yourself. And if, if, if there's an affirmation that I can give to you, if you, if you haven't heard of this or it's not something that you're, you know, affirmations is quite a new form of expression, it's this. I am loving, I am lovable, and I am loved. Write it on your mirror. Write it somewhere where you can see it every morning and say it. I am lovable, I am loving, and I am loved because beautiful you are. You are loved, you are lovable, and you are a loving person. And remember that your triggers are not your enemy. They're there, they're there to help you. They're there to, to show you. We just need to channel it into the right space so we can keep that vibration where it's meant to be. Lots of love, everyone. I hope you have a fabulous Monday. And I'll speak to you all next week. Bye for now.